Matt Schaff of DraftSharks.com here to talk to you about how to pick the best defense for fantasy football in 2023. Now, if you started this video hoping I was just going to reveal to you which defense I think is going to be the best this season, you're going to be disappointed. But it's not because I tricked you in here. It's because picking one defense that's going to score the best for the coming season is not the best way to play fantasy. So I'd be doing you a disservice by just telling you this is the defense you need to own for fantasy this season because there isn't one of those. Now, what I am going to do is run through how you can pick the best defense for your team every week throughout the season, including some specific teams that you can get late in your draft that should help you over the early weeks of the NFL season. Let's start by going over team defense scoring. Now, you probably already know the elements to it, but it won't hurt to look at them. Normally, we score team defenses by points allowed. That's the number of points that they give up to their opponent in a given week. Sacks that the defense collects, interceptions, fumble recoveries, and touchdowns that they might score. Now, there are some other peripheral categories, block kicks, for example, safeties. Those things rarely happen, so we're not going to worry about trying to predict them or looking for defenses that are more likely to score them because no defense is likely to score them. That's similar for touchdowns. We don't get many defensive touchdowns throughout the year, and they're an unpredictable category. Now, by the end of the year and week to week, of course, touchdowns scored are going to dramatically impact fantasy defense scoring. That doesn't mean that it's a good stat to chase, though, because like I said, it's unpredictable, and we can't really pinpoint which defense is more or less likely to score in a given week. What you should be aware of is when you look at last season's results, you will find defensive touchdowns heavily weighted in the teams that finish at the top of the rankings. So make sure that you're aware of just how much that impacted the scores of those top defenses and how unlikely those defenses are to continue scoring those number of touchdowns and getting those points going forward. Now, touchdowns are unpredictable. That's probably not shocking to you. Interceptions and fumble recoveries are also fairly unpredictable. If you look at the individual interception leaders year to year, you rarely see the same names at the top of the leaderboard. That just shuffles from season to season because it's not easy to grab an interception. There's a lot of luck involved being in the right place and simply holding onto the ball versus knocking it away. So that's another volatile category. Fumble recoveries are even more so. If you look at the team numbers in fumble recoveries, they bounce all over the place year to year. A team could be very good at forcing fumbles and still be unlucky in the fumble recovery category, especially on a game-by-game -game basis. So we don't want to chase fumble recoveries especially. Chasing interceptions is a little bit more okay because we can look for teams that are strong at defensive back. We can look for teams that combine a strong pass rush with a good secondary and thus create the kind of situation that does lead to turnovers and interceptions. So rather than chasing the interception number itself, we're going to try to look for defenses that look like they're built to create those turnover plays. Now, even sack numbers can fluctuate. Again, I just talked about targeting defenses that have a strong pass rush. As long as we do that, if we're wrong about sack numbers week to week or even by the end of the season, we can kind of let that go as, you know, process over results. Pick a good pass rush. Maybe we'll get unlucky by the number of sacks, but that's also generally a one point play. So even a defense that has four sacks in a given game, we're talking about four fantasy points by most scoring systems. Of course, the more pressure you're generating, the more turnover plays you're likely forcing and other big points can come from that. So we still want to target defenses that can rush the passer and create havoc for the quarterback, but don't get too hung up on the exact sack numbers. So 
if all these things fluctuate all over the place, Matt, what do we target? Now, what we should be targeting most is that points allowed number, because traditionally that has been the number that's most correlated to the defenses that score for us. And it's the most predictable. Now, I'm not saying that we can predict with certainty which opponents are going to be the softest and toughest every week, but it's a little bit easier to predict that category than it is the big play categories. And we're going to have an easier time playing the matchups when we focus on those points allowed. For one thing, Vegas gives us numbers every single week, pointing out where the best and worst matchups are for team defenses. If we look at the team totals from those games and we look at the lines, we can figure out how many points the Las Vegas predictors are expecting from each team involved. And then we can line those up and see which teams are the least likely to score points. Now, even the odds makers out in Vegas are not going to be right all the time but they sure are going to be right a lot of the time. So it's a good number for us to go by when we're trying to pick out a good matchup for our team defenses. The draft shark's strength of schedule is also live in season, and that's going to help you find the best matchups. It does not just show positive and negative matchups for your defenses and for other positions. It also shows the percentage impact on scoring. So for example, it shows the Giants as a matchup, and what percentage of scoring they are adding to team defense points when they face them, adjusted for opponents. So we're going to use those Vegas numbers, we're going to use that Draft Sharks strength of schedule, and we're going to target positive matchups throughout the season. That's going to start right away because I've got three defenses for you that look like they have some positive early season matchups that we can target for starting spots. We'll start out with the New Orleans Saints. The Saints get Tennessee at home in week one, which was one of the weakest offenses in the league last year and did not do a whole lot to improve that unit this time around. Week two, the Saints go to Carolina while they'll have rookie quarterback Bryce Young on the other side. And then week three is at Green Bay, which could go either way. Jordan Love might be ready to surprise people, or he might struggle in his first turn as a starter. Either way, we should know that by week three. We won't be blindly starting the Saints at that point. The second defense I've got is Denver, which opens its season at home against the Raiders and against the Washington Commanders. So two home games are good. We like home games over road games. And those are two opponents with plenty of downside risk to their offenses. We've got Jimmy Garoppolo, who will be in his first regular season game, following off-season foot surgery. We've got Sam Howell, who is a brand new starter and was a fifth-round pick just last year. So those look like two great spots for the Denver Broncos team defense. The third defense is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this one has a couple of iffier weeks to start out the season. So it might be a good one to pair with the Broncos. In week one, we have the Jaguars going to Indianapolis. Now, that could be a smash matchup because the Colts will either be starting rookie Anthony Richardson or... Gardner Minshew, who has had flashes, but is still Gardner Minshew. I don't know yet for sure whether we want to start the Jags in that matchup, but Jacksonville was a better defense last year than you probably think. And I have details about that in the article accompanying this video. So check that out. Week two, we're definitely not using the Jaguars because they're home against the Chiefs. Now, a defense might have a good game against Patrick Mahomes, but I'm not going to bet on it with my fantasy lineup heading in unless I absolutely have to. Week three, the Jaguars are home for the Texans. Week four, they are staying home and facing the Falcons. Those are two spots that I would like to use the Jacksonville defense for. So again, the Broncos, home for the Raiders and Commanders to start the season. 
Jacksonville weeks three and four home for the Texans and Falcons. That looks like a good pairing of team defenses to open the season. The best thing, like I said, about all three of those defenses, you'll be able to draft them later. So you can take a shot. You can see what happens. And if that team doesn't work out in the first week, you dump them for another one. That's what streaming defenses is all about. And that's what we're going to try to do is find these positive matchups throughout the season with the factors I've talked about and try to get an upside defense into our lineup every week rather than trusting one that we just think is a good defense. So just to recap, you want to draft your defense late. You want to target a defense that has a good matchup and you want to keep doing that throughout the season. You want to cycle through defenses as much as you can rather than relying on one and just throwing your hands up about who their matchup for that week is. Don't be the first team in your league to draft a team defense because last year's leader is not likely to be this year's leader. You should wait until most of the league has one and then take one of those early season upside defenses that I mentioned. If you still want to know who I think will be the top scoring fantasy defense by the end of the year, you can read the full article on DraftSharks.com. I did address that question in that article. It's free to read. And beyond that article, we've upgraded our projection system to better treat the points allowed aspect of team defense scoring, including projections for each bucket of points allowed and the different point levels that are associated with them. So we're predicting how many games, for example, we think a defense is going to allow 25 plus uh, points to their NFL opponents. So check all that out. We will have much more on DraftSharks.com as the season draws closer to point you toward the best picks on defense and at every other position. You can also click the link on your screen now to learn more about our draft war room and how it will help you dominate your draft.